to the Hot Mess Mill Mom podcast, where we talk about the messy side of all things military life, parenting, special needs, anxiety, and everything in between. I'm here to make you feel normal because Lord knows I'm nowhere near it. So whether it's your coffee, tea, or wine time of the day, sit back and join in the conversation. But beware, I'm definitely a potty mouth. Hey guys, made it to week three. I don't know about you all, but it was a very long week for this hot mess mill mom. Very long. Did a whole lot of shit. Absolutely exhausted. First of all, my husband had surgery. Now, keep in mind, it was a minor surgery. But of course, that Manny was home a lot. My oldest just turned 14, which means we've made it 14 years. No major injuries. No death. No dismemberment. No complete mental breakdowns. So I take that as a personal win, you know, and it's all great that, you know, she turned 14. Woo! Whatever. So that's that's a big thing as well. Two more years, she's going to be driving. And then, you know, the mental breakdown will come. So until then, I still got two years. Uh, on top of that, the rescue that I volunteer for, we had a huge vendor event. Okay, it wasn't that huge, but it was huge for me. Because, you know, somehow I was made responsible for it. And, you know, the, the saying, you had one job. To everyone else, I kind of nailed it. But to me, I just expected way more of myself. But we came out ahead. We raised money and that was the point. So whether we raised a million dollars or we raised a couple hundred, it doesn't fucking matter to me. It was a win. We adopted out some dogs. We sold some shit. Other people came and sold some shit. There were bounce houses. No one died. The place didn't burn down. So, woohoo! It was a winning week. It was a long winning week. But either way, it was a winner. And I gave myself permission to suck this week. Which is just, it's about to become just my daily affirmation at all times. And in fact, I now have it plastered on my wall. I printed off a little piece of paper and uh, it says, give yourself permission to suck and find your funny as fuck. Whether or not I'm funny, we'll find out. But I am giving myself permission to suck today, especially trying to keep up with the writing and the posting on the Twitter and the Instagram and the Facebook and the YouTube, which I, I hate doing videos. It's just, it's so weird. You think this is weird. Just try putting your face out there, you know, sitting here in my little hole of a closet slash office with no makeup and my hair looks like shit and they're seeing my mess because I'm not smart enough to put like one of those fancy fucking backgrounds on my camera. 
So now I'm trying to edit videos and learn all this cool stuff that I'm pretty sure my kids know how to do, but I can't ask my kids for help because I don't want them to see my videos, you know? So <laughs> kind of rocking a hard place there, but we're, we're figuring it out, you know? One step ahead. That's all you can do. Just taking one foot in front of the other, whatever that fucking song was. But either way, winning week, winning today. Everyone's alive. I woke up with the same number of kids that I went to bed with. Whether or not they were the right ones, doesn't matter. It was the same number. Well, uh, today, though, I wanted to talk about something that has stood out to me more this week than recently well not recently but um then more this week than what it has in the past and i think it's just because i've been so busy this week with the uh the vendor event and all trying to put so much effort into planning something that had nothing to do with my family it was completely outside of my home life and it took so much energy and so much time and so much brain power that everything else, my blog and my episode and my family kind of had to take a pause for a moment. The house wasn't as clean. The dishes weren't always done. The sink wasn't always empty. The laundry baskets were not always empty. It was the Roomba was not ran three, four times a day. So there was dog hair, you know, which is inevitable anyways. And it wasn't until then that I realized this one fact. As much as we joke that our spouses, whether it's your wife or your husband, whatever your situation may be, as much as we joke that they are like big children sometimes that is a very true fact. And now I'm, I'm not throwing him under the bus because this is a very common thing. And I'm here to make you feel normal. So if you don't have this situation, kudos to you. You're one of the few. You know, that's great. Enjoy your mansion and, you know, your high horse and all of that. No, I'm just kidding. But if you are one of the many people in a relationship where odds are one person acts like an adult the majority of the time, the other person acts a little less like the adult, you know what I'm saying. My kids are always taught by my significant other to respect mommy. This is what they're told, respect mommy. You know, the kids are told to respect what mommy does. If mommy washes your clothes and dries your clothes and folds your clothes, go put them up in the drawers with respect. Respect what mommy has done to care for your things. So show care for your things and show care for the effort that mommy has put forward. Now, in a Walgreens world... That would be done every single time. My kids would go into their rooms lovingly with their laundry and one piece at a time, place it into their drawers. And 
nip it and tuck it and make sure everything is dress right dress. You know, if you're in the military, you know what I'm saying. And everything would be nice. You'd open up the drawers and it would look like the drawers of like a convenient, not a convenience store, but uh, like a Macy's or some shit like that, you know, where people get fired if they don't fold shit the right way. That's how it would always look. But that's not reality. In reality, until they're a grown up, they're not really putting shit away with respect. I get it. I don't expect it. They're kids. Who the fuck cares? The, the clothes are still clean. So long as they're not like jumbled into tiny fucking balls, I really don't care because I don't want to be that mom whose kids are going to school in wrinkled up clothes because then the school is like going to be a prude and they're going to call me and be like, are you abusing your kids because your kids are coming in with wrinkled clothes? I'd be like, no, my kids are just assholes. They just don't care. It's not that I'm doing. They're just being dicks. So another factor is dishes, trash, especially candy trash. I fucking hate candy trash. I find trash everywhere in my house. I could wake up. There could be no one home and somehow trash multiplies. Like it just pops out of thin air. There's a fucking Hershey's candy wrapper on the floor. Wasn't there five minutes ago. Like the ghost of rotten teeth of the past. Just candy wrappers out of nowhere. Popping up on the floor, on the couch, on the kitchen counter, in my fucking bedroom. I don't even eat candy. You know, especially not in my room. It's just everywhere. Half of my time is spent picking up trash that I have not used. I have not touched. It is not mine, you know, and I get that that's part of the mom life. I understand. The other thing is whenever it's right by the trash can, though, it's like a foot away from the trash can. You know, it's it's when it's the kids. I get it. I'm a little more accepting. But when it's your significant other. That's a little more frustrating when it's your significant other who is preaching to the children about how that is disrespectful to mommy, yet doing it themselves, that makes you want to go buy a shovel and a bag of lime. Am I wrong? Are you with me? I'm talking to myself in my closets. So I, I can't really tell if any of you out there are nodding or if you're shaking your heads at me with like, oh my God, this woman's fucking crazy. Either way, to me, it seems a little hypocritical. I know that's a very broad word. Just like anxiety could have a million different topics hypocritical or hypocrite could have a million different, you know, conversations as well. There's, there's many ways to discuss being a hypocrite. But in this one scenario, your children, what are we teaching 
our children. From your significant other's aspect of telling them to respect someone, but seeing you do the opposite. Then from your perspective of not doing anything about it or basically taking it, you're taking this lack of respect, this lack of care. What are we showing our kids? This is just this one mom's opinion, but to me, I feel as though it's showing my kids that I'm a pussy. Now I stand up for myself, you know, and if, if you do stand up for yourself, maybe you get some backlash. Maybe you're told that you're a nag or you're just up their ass. You're being too picky. You're being a prude. You're just nitpicking everything that they do. Even if you only mention it once, I feel like it's a defense mechanism for the other person to somehow always make it your fault. It's your fault that you're pointing out something that they're doing wrong. And that's what I just keep telling myself. It's not that I am pointing out what's wrong. That's the problem. What's the problem is they know that what they're doing is wrong. And that's what they're upset about. That's what I keep telling myself. Now, I also want to point out this is not, I know my husband probably doesn't listen to this. If he does, that would be great. But, you know, supportive, you know, listen to all the episodes. <laughs> Plus it shows another listener on the, on the website. <laughs> but we need those listens. Give me those ears. But uh, the other thing is, uh, you know, he knows this because we've discussed this. So I'm, I'm comfortable saying this. And I'm comfortable talking about this because I know that this is not just us. This is something that needs to be discussed. This is something that needs to be talked about because it is absolutely unacceptable. This is not, this cannot happen. This can't. I know that it's so common, but because it's so common, that's what makes it so wrong. You have to stand up for yourself. You have to take the chance of being called a nag. And you have to point out this is a lack of respect. I don't care how crazy it drives your significant other. Eventually, they will understand and they will see you have got to treat other people the way you want to be treated. That is a probably the top three lessons to teach your children is that golden rule. Do unto others as you would have done unto you. You cannot expect someone to do right by you if you are not going to do the same for them. And this is part of that. You cannot tell other people to respect a person when you're, you yourself refuse to. 
And you may not think that you're being malicious. You may not think that you're showing disrespect because it's, it's your action. To you, it may seem normal. But to that person, it's harmful. To that person, it's damaging. And how are they going to know that they're hurting you if you don't speak up about it? Communication is the only way to make a change. And it wasn't until recently that I really started communicating about everything. If it pisses me off, I really don't give a shit. I will say it. No, you didn't put this away. That pissed me off. Go do it. You didn't wash that the right way. No, it pissed me off. Go do it the right way. No, I'm not going to go do that. You didn't do this. I'm not going to go do that. Don't ask me to do this if you are not going to go do that. I will do my own thing. It, there's several things that I have changed now that I did not do before. I would keep it bottled up. I would keep my concerns and my worries to myself because I didn't feel, one, that I could express my feelings appropriately, and two, I didn't want to come across as a nag because that's what I was always called. Not just early in this marriage, but also in my previous marriages. If I spoke my mind, I was a bitch. Now, maybe it's age, maybe it's experience, maybe it's my fucking hormones. Who the hell knows? At this point, nothing before has worked. Worrying how I sounded was not working. Worrying if I was going to sound like a bitch or be a nag wasn't working. So now, the definition of insanity is trying the same process over and over and expecting a different result. So now we're going to try a different process. I sound like a bitch. Fuck it. I sound like a bitch. But I said how I felt. Plain and simple. Ask me what's wrong. I'll tell you exactly what's wrong. Ask me what's going on. I'll tell you what's going on. Respect. Yes, it is earned. It is something that is earned. I get where people come with that. But here's two ways of looking at that. How does a stranger earn your respect? Never met the person before. Have no fucking idea who they are. Does that mean you should just automatically disrespect them? I'll wait. That phrase has always bugged me a little. Respect is not given, it is earned. No. You don't have to respect a person's actions. You don't have to respect a person's beliefs, 
you don't have to respect the person in general. You just have to respect the fact that they're human. I feel like giving respect is not because of the other person. It's because of you, yourself. Are you a respectful person? So be respectful. No one has permission to be a dick. No one has permission to be an asshole to somebody. There's no reason for that. Now, if you disagree with me, knock yourself out. Go for it. That's your opinion. This is mine. So if I still have your ears, that's great. Giving respect is not about the other person. It's about you. Being kind is not about the other person. It's about you. These are characteristics that you have as a person. It is not about the outside world. You show kindness to a human being because you are a kind human being. You show respect to a human being because you're a respectful human being. You show grace. You show loyalty. You also show judgment, which is a given. That's okay. So if we communicate our issues, how can we make sure that we're doing this with grace, with respect, and with kindness? How can we do this in the appropriate manner? Do we scream? Do we yell? I ask this because I don't want to, I don't want someone to take my advice and just run off and to start being a bitch. Here's the difference. I said, I sound like a bitch. I was afraid I sound like a bitch. Not that I am one. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, I can kind of be a bitch sometimes. And that's okay. That's okay. I give myself permission to be a bitch sometimes. But how can you communicate exactly how you feel with respect? Because if you're asking them to respect you, then that means that you have to communicate respectfully what you want and how you feel. So keep that in mind when you are speaking your mind about your feelings. I just, I wanted to go back and reiterate that real quick. So that was my little thought for this week was hypocrites. It's, I know that, that again, that's a very harsh word for this situation, but if, if I had to pick a topic name, if I had to pick that one word, to sum this all up, it would be just that. So harsh, but you know, the truth is harsh sometimes. Well, I wanted to move on to a second thing. All the podcasts that I listen to, they all have a 
segment. They have tiny little things in their episodes, either it's trivia or questions or messages or music, something like that, that makes each one of their episodes special. So obviously I'm doing this solo. That makes it a little more difficult. Most of the podcasts that I listen to, they are couples or they are more than two people who are running the podcast. I wanted to think of something that I could do on each episode. And the funniest thing I could think of was three things you're not supposed to talk about at the dinner table. I don't know how you were raised, but I was taught that the three things you're not supposed to discuss at the dinner table is religion, politics, and money because you never know who you're going to defend or offend. I'm sorry. Well, one thing I didn't want to discuss was religion because that's not very funny. Wanted to think of something funny. So I picked another topic. So each episode, I am going to discuss the three things that you are not allowed to talk about at the dinner table. And today, or maybe you do, and it's a very fun dinner. And you know the holidays are coming up. So if you really want to stir up some shit at those family gatherings, these are some topics that you should really bring up. Because maybe you'll get to go home early. Maybe everybody will start writing. Maybe you'll get to video it. Maybe you'll get some likes. Maybe it'll go viral. So the first topic, sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. No, I can't sing. In Mirror News, strip clubs have new rules. The Northeast Derbyshire District Council has drafted a sex establishment policy. New proposed rules for sex shops, cinemas, and entertainment purposes. For all you puffy shirt bastards out in England, Let's do a brief summary of these new rules. One, you are not allowed to throw money at the dancers and you have to stay 30 centimeters away. I have no idea how far that is. We're not going to measure it, but it's okay. Since you can't throw money at them, just put it in the mail with a certified check and just literally tell them the check is in the fucking mail. I'm sure they'll still give you attention. Two, During the lap and table dances, you must stay seated, fully clothed, and keep hands where they can be seen. It's okay. No specification on the thin sweatpants. So, it's still a win, I guess. Three. No performer should engage in communication with customers in a way that may be interpreted as solicitation. What the hell? So, basically, all customers can assume it's free until you ask them to donate 175 pounds or dollars, euros, what the fuck ever, to your single mom GoFundMe. So, there's a way around it. Meanwhile, The environmental health team manager of the district gives this policy her full support. Her name, Charmaine Cherry, I mean, Terry, well, with a name like that, she probably kept her stage name. Politics. 
little inoculated warriors. They are showing off their red flower stickers and bribed with their socialism approved balloons and toys. These little inoculated warriors are China's first line of defense against the fatal COVID dynasty. I tried to sound scary, but I picture that song from Mulan, rows of children marching out while, we'll immunize all of you, do, do, do. No, yes, maybe. Now it's stuck in my head. 160 million kiddos were vaccinated with both, air quote, very effective doses, while only 2.6 million children in the U.S. were vaccinated with one dose. China started dosing as young as age three. No, thank you. Money, 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 money. I will tell you after reading this story, I am not leaving my dog shit at all in my will. <clears throat> the Huffington Post had to correct its own article after a discovery that a German shepherd named Gunther was not the real owner of a mansion currently being sold for 31.75 million buckos. In fact, the long line of repeated Gunthers, yeah, there was six of them, actually never inherited all this moolah from the told German countess, including the money used to purchase the mansion from Madonna. Yeah, Madonna. Like a virgin. Who previously owned it? It was all a hoax. Boy, they really pulled the fur over people's eyes. It's <laughs> like a shitty dad joke. Dumbasses. Well, that was three of the funniest ones that I could find. But, you know, whenever you're trying to look up stupid news, once you get past a whole lot of the Democratic news stories, that's really about the only thing you can find. So, that was about it. Either way, let's get through another week where we don't strangle people. I have a very exciting weekend coming up. I don't know about, about you guys, but this weekend is actually my wedding anniversary. We will have been married for, oh shit, uh, nine years. Yeah, we've been married for nine years. And even though, you know, we had some issues this week. I love him so much. I do. I love that man of mine, that man child. And he loves me. But it's the holidays, you know, and it's tough having an anniversary the same month as a kid's birthday, as Christmas, as New Year's. It's a rough one. So for all the rest of you who may be celebrating the same thing this week, good luck because it's an expensive month. Well, have a great week and I hope it is awesome. I hope no one goes to jail. Hope no one kills anybody. Hope everybody has a great week. I hope you maintain your sanity. 
Whew, and give yourself permission to suck. If you'd like to chat about today's episode, comment and subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on. And check me out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, media, and at hotmessmillmom.com for somewhat daily content because you know that parent life we don't pick the schedule the kids pick it for us i hope i got to make you feel a little more normal today have a great day and don't forget to coffee tea wine and repeat